gonna start with their chilling noises. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> Hello. Got <laughs> And welcome to We Like Stuff and, and So Should you. you. This is the show where we eat breakfast and it's ASMR. Yeah. Um, and w- during breakfast, you'll hear you'll hear about some very tasty food, and I guess this is my ASMR voice now. Okay, um, that's French. I, sh- I suppose pull it. I suppose I should be closer to the uh, microphone. You should the... be even closer than that, probably. <laughs> I can't. I don't want to yell. <laughs> you're not yelling. You're whispering, but it's oh. very close. Okay, hold on. I suppose this is our uh, ASMR segment. Um, I feel like I could get closer, uh, but I'm I'm also wearing a headphones to uh, hear what I sound like, and I I'm not enjoying this. So I don't know if you will either. But this is a show where we're apparently doing ASMR for a small little bit, and we will talk about um, you know uh, things that we like. Hopefully, you'll share that sentiment. Uh, the the chewing. We'll just have to get through because uh, <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> it's a nightmare listening to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, uh, we're just poor planning and, and other things. Uh, it our, our lives haven't changed. It's poor. Yeah, our lives have technically have gotten better. Like overall, we're we're doing better. Pass me the water. Yeah. We're definitely doing better uh, overall. Um, Melissa and Aaron, a previous guest, uh, are playing a show. Oh, this doesn't make sense. This is going to air Monday. And the show is Friday. <laughs> uh, Melissa and Aaron are playing a show uh, this past Friday, the 9th. Uh, and they it, it's a very fun, uh, kooky show. I think they're just playing in front of someone's house or something like on their driveway but uh they recently found out that they they weren't guaranteed microphones and then it's just now they're just trying to figure that out so that just kind of threw a wrench uh in the time that we were supposed to record this previously so now we're just doing this now uh in opportune moments that's that's all it is Uh, but it'll be fine it'll be a good show uh if you can time travel uh come hang out and watch the show they're playing at nine ish um, I don't know the address. Neither does Melissa. I'm not giving it out on Oh, there. that's more than fair. I was actually thinking about that, too. A um, bunch of our friends are going to be there. Apparently, the, the limit is like 20 to 25 people because it's an outdoor thing, but still, we want to be safe uh, in public. Uh, and more than half of that is going to be our friends. Or at least at the time slot. Uh, apparently, there's going to be like a... Excuse me, the set before Melissa and Aaron is going to be... A puppet show? Yeah. And there's gonna be more music, but apparently nobody else needed microphones, and it was just like it was just like a very wild happenstance that like. And anyways, it, I think it'll still be great. Um, but yeah, if you could time travel, um, contact us, and we'll let you know where the venue is because it is in front of it is someone's house, and it is inappropriate to just be like, hey, go to this person's house. <laughs> sure is. Uh, do you have any little likes? Uh, yeah, my little like is fan practice. It is very fun to watch. 
Yeah, Aaron and I have been getting back into playing for our band, The Watch Pots. If you want to check us out on Spotify or many other streaming services, you can listen to our music. Um, but uh, yeah, it's exciting to uh, be able to start that again. And band practice, hang out with Aaron, play what's the bass again. What's more to, what's, what's not to like? Yeah. Exactly. Make some noise, yell a little. Yeah, I can't imagine because like the, your songs are great uh, and I really do enjoy them and even like from the technical side of like music without it being like the hokey like this is not a joke band but I don't know what else to call it. I don't Well, it is a joke band. Okay, cool. Uh, like it's it's not like you're not you're not like making bad music. It's really great music, but like the concepts are like very wild. Uh-huh. Um so like I can't imagine uh, being one of our neighbors or someone outside listening to this music and then just hear about you screaming or yelling about like l- literally uh, like uh, almost killing men <laughs> almost we never say that I said almost we, you never do explicitly say that uh, but men are a huge problem well just in general not it's, everyone no I know that's what I'm saying in general it's one of those things where it's like if, if you hear me say that men are a problem and you think this is about you, you should reflect on that. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's probably not about you in particular. But if you do think it's about you... This is not about you! <laughs> He's going from the fourth grade to the fifth. It's psychotic! <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is uh, a scene from The Incredibles movie, the first one, um, redubbed by Sonic actors. And it's very incredible. If I'm sure if you look that up, you know what? That's my little like. If you look that up, let me see if I can find this right now. I'll just play it, I guess, on air. Um, but it's just really funny. Anyways, um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, the concept of your... What, what is the concept of your band? I'm sure we've talked about it before, but... Um, I would describe it as um, kitchen punk. Okay. Kitchen folk punk. We are a kitchen theme band um, that is kind of like a commentary on traditional gender roles, and we play music that can be described as folk or punk, depending on who you are. And uh, yeah, it's just like a silly little project. Neither of us are like. Um, it's not Neither an... of us are like super good at our instruments. Yeah, you are. But... You're really, you've gotten way better at bass as you've been playing. Yeah, yeah. You can, it's actually really cool because you can tell if you listen to earlier songs and then listen to later songs, you could be like, oh, there is huge like technical growth in the type of like in the writing of the literal music, which is really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, for sure. It's. Uh... Uh, before before we get ahead of ourselves and so I don't have to like cut back way after um, so yeah this is the scene where uh, Mr. Incredible comes home from doing a little workout uh, and is caught by Helen uh, what, what is his name Bob mm-hmm. yeah Bob gets caught by Helen um, I'm I'm confident that this is actually voiced by sonic actors like sonic voice actors uh, if it's not they do a really good job and that's all that really matters uh, so uh, I'm gonna take this away for my little like I thought you'd be back by 11. I said I'd be back later. I assumed you'd be back later. 
If you came back at all, you'd be back later. Well, I'm back, okay? Uh. Uh. Is this rubble? It was just a little workout. Just a stay low. You know how I feel about that, Bob. Darn you, we can't <laughs> blow cover again. The building was coming down anyway. Huh? <laughs> you knocked down a building? It was on fire, structurally unsound. It was coming down anyway. Tell me you haven't been listening to the police scanners again. I performed a public service. You act like that's a bad thing. It is a bad thing, Bob. Uprooting our family again so you can relive the glory days is a very bad thing. Reliving the glory days is better than acting like they didn't happen. Yes, they happened. But this here is what's happening now, Bob. And you're missing this. I can't believe you don't want to go to your own son's graduation. It's not a graduation. He is moving from the fourth grade to the fifth grade. It's a ceremony. It's psychotic. They keep inventing new ways to celebrate mediocrity. But if someone is genuinely exceptional, then it's not about you, Bob. It's about Dash. You want to do something for Dash? Then let him actually compete. Let him go out for sports. He will not be made the enemy here. You know why we can't do that. Because he'd be great. This is not about you. Yeah, uh, it's it's a hundred percent not worth it, and I apologize. No. Uh, I'm sorry if we've lost any viewers. Um, Certainly we did. Yeah, please come back. It was only a minute. I hope you come back. Uh, about like a minute twenty, but uh, yeah, it's just it's just so silly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what's your thing? I said it. What's your first thing? Oh, very different thing. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, my first thing is a game called Divinity 2 Original Sin. I see, I see. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't talk about this before, have I? I don't believe so. Let me check my notes. I've been back, actually kind of slacking on making sure I write down everything right after each show because that's my life. Uh, no, I don't believe so. Okay. Um, Divinity 2 is a game. Original Sin, correct? Yes. I don't know what the original sin is, but that's part of the name. I don't know what it is either. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, so I guess I'm figuring that out. Um, Divinity 2 Original Sin is a um, role-playing video game um, developed and published by Larian Studios. It was released in 2017. Really? I, for some reason, I thought that would be way older. I thought it'd be like 2015 max. No. Cool. Um, it's extremely fun. It's um, it's uh, got some boys in the back. Yeah. Squeaking. Of course. Um, it's a really fun game. Um, <clears throat> essentially you start off on this island um which is called fort joy and it's basically it's not a joyful place it's not no it's basically <laughs> where the magisters put all of the sorcerers if you have any source in you which is like basically a special type of magic it's, so it's not so there is a difference between magic users and sorcerers yes, okay. yes. Source is a very specific type, and it gives you special different abilities that you can't access with just regular magic. Um, but regular people can also just use magic. Gotcha. Not be a sorcerer. Gotcha. I, was, I was really confused, because as I was watching you, it was like, everybody wanted to kill the sorcerers. And I was like, but they're using magic too. What's going on? Well, 
Yeah, because the thing is, is that the source specifically, it calls the void um, okay. Yeah. I, 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 I've been watching Melissa play this for basically as long, like, like almost like four months. Almost. Maybe longer. Yeah. Well, that's why, yeah, that's why they want to, like, get rid of the sorcerers because, like, it calls, basically if you use a source, it, like, calls these horrible monsters and then a lot of people die. So they're like, you guys got to go over there. Um, yeah. And, yeah. So it's, um, it's very complicated. There's a lot of things going on. Um, it took me like 25 hours to get past the first area because I wanted to explore all the possibilities. Yeah. And there is a lot of possibilities. Um, one thing that I love about the game is that depending on how you build your character, it feels like a very unique experience. Um, I mean, I've only played it once, but uh, I feel like there's a lot of things that I've been able to do that you wouldn't be able to do if you didn't have my specific character or a character in your party that had those criteria. Yeah. Um, so, like, explain... So there's different races, but elves are a very different take in this one. Yeah, yeah. So my character is an elf. Her name's Nell. And uh, elves in Divinity are... Um, well, not necessarily cannibals, but uh, they can... Or, yeah, anyone can eat human. Yeah. But if they eat human, they get a... Or any... Um, um, mortal. Flesh. Yeah. Um, they get a sort of snippet of that person's memories. Um, so sometimes I've been able to figure out, like, quest clues or, like... Bless you. Excuse me. Start new quests because I have, like, found an arm and I've eaten it, which sounds really disgusting. But then I get this, like, flash of someone's um, memory and it's like a really cool um, sort of story element that um, kind of progresses the plot and allows you to like explore different um, things. Um, out of any game I've ever played that's an RPG, it feels like the most RPG game, like the most role-playing game I've ever played because it's so customizable. Like you oh have gosh. yourself and then you have three other party members the party members you can pick you don't even need to have party members if you don't want to you can just not have them yeah that sounds insane well you can also have like you can also hire mercenaries you can get rid of them and oh. hire mercenaries you can um um you can just go it alone there's like special like abilities that you can use like similar to like um outer worlds or something where like if you're by yourself you get boosts mm, i see um but yeah I like having the party because it. What the really cool thing is that each member that you choose in your party, if they're like a named person, like one of the main people, they have like a story and they have ties to the world. So everywhere you go, there's something that like they need to do as well. So it like brings more of that story into like you have your own story as like your main character but then everyone else in your party has a story too and you can also be one of those characters um right off the yeah bat, you don't, you so don't, you don't have, have to, to make, make your, your own. own um and they all have such cool stories it was really difficult for me to pick which one to bring along that's why you took so long to get off the original island part of the reason yeah yeah um, another thing that's really fun is that like if you have a specific special ability you can talk to animals 
and that has been like a really great treat for me because like you just like go around and there's like a squirrel and you're like hey squirrel and it's like hey and sometimes they give you clues and sometimes it's just meaningless dialogue yeah but it's so fun <laughs> like it's just every little element of those games is so or that game specifically is so well thought out and so like engaging for the player um that it's just like a really great time the only thing that's complicated and really difficult is the combat um because you have to be extremely strategic or else um you die a lot and it, then you have to restart it seems very much like a like a tabletop role-playing game but with yeah. with figures it's not like theater of the mind where that where you just kind of imagine you like everything matters everything that happens matters yeah it's very stressful i've been again the story i can forgive myself i haven't been paying that much attention i've been trying to figure out how to play this game by watching melissa i have no idea i have no idea what's going on mm -hmm. well yeah i have like my four party members and each one of them has like a specialty so like i'm a necromancer slash conjurer mm. they have someone who's like a weather mage type thing i have one person who's like tanky sword boy mm. and then lastly i have an archer so all of them have like a different thing and then they have different abilities and a really cool thing is that like there are just seemingly limitless just spells you can have like there are so many spells and they all do different things and like it's so customizable because you can just like buy the spells or find them and then you just learn these new spells and you have these new abilities and as long as your character has like the points and skills to be able to cast it so there's no you don't have to like put like skill points into the spells themselves as long as you are physically able to cast them and you then obtain the spell that's it like yeah. that's wild yeah. and again it's, it's again it's more like um those tabletop yeah. games where it's not like you're like oh i have to specifically like i have to boost up this skill it's like yeah no you just can collect spells and like <laughs> anyone anyone can cast them like i like my character again as i said like she mostly is focused on like necromancy and conjuring so she like can conjure like turrets and stuff and then recently i got like and i conjure this like little demon um and then i got the spells to like power the demon up is that why they're always like on fire yeah well <laughs> if you spawn the demon in an element mm -hmm. it's like becomes the, an the... infused demon gotcha, gotcha and then it gets a special ability too which is mm. also wild. So any element you put it in also does the same thing with the turret. Mm. Um, so there's like a lot of combos you can do, which is very complicated. Um, but then I also put some like skills for my character into polymorph so that I could like cast the wing spell so that I can like do like a fly. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. I also have a Medusa head spell. No, it's, it's just... I know. Okay. Uh, uh, we don't have to address it. That's fine. Continue. Medusa spell. Yep. Yeah. It makes your head like a snake. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky lady. Um, so, yeah. There's a lot of really cool things. I really need to get more spells. I think that's my next goal. Um, I keep not buying them because they're expensive, and then I often find them in the world. Mm. But uh, recently... I haven't found many, so. Well, how much money? So, like, how much money do you have versus how much do things cost? Um, <coughs> I maybe have three thousand gold right now, and spells can be anywhere from 
like the best bells are gonna be around like can be like 1500 to 2000 gold for one oh okay that's not as bad as i thought it'd be okay i thought it, i thought yeah. you were gonna say like the best bells were like 10 grand and i'm like Ugh. oh no no you can like i can afford them but also i don't know if those are the best bells yeah they're just super like, expensive they're just they're just the best ones that i have seen mm-hmm. um for my specific characters but yeah i really gotta invest in some more but there's literally so many that it's like okay i can buy two spells which one should I buy out of like these twenty spells? <laughs> like it's and, like, wild. How, how is it gonna combo with what you already have and like? Mm-hmm. And you can also like get spell like you can like I have blank spell books. Mm. I don't even know how to make spells out of those. <laughs> like I can do crafting. I barely ever do crafting. It's so complicated. There's so many things. Um, oh, and I, I, I was giving. Sorry, not to interrupt. I was giving Melissa a bit of um, flack for it. But because there's so much going on with the game, she was like level 10 and she still had like level three equipment because she was able to just progress and still move and keep going with it. Um, regardless of like actually leveling up. And then when things got tougher, it's like, oh, I forgot to do this. And then it was just really great to see you forget. Uh-huh. And then Well, remember. I also didn't realize that like you can equip equipment and weapons at any level. <laughs> Um, which is very wild. wild. Yeah, very. So it's like, I'm level 10, and I had my archer, like, equipped with, like, a level 13 bow. And then he kept missing every shot. Mm. And I was like, what's happening? Maybe these get, maybe these folks are just too tough. Yeah, but it was just because he needed a leveled bow for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. That's Divinity 2 for you, baby. Well, what's the story about? Great question. <laughs> Um, well, essentially, I am a sorcerer, I escape from Fort Joy, and I am trying oh. to make my way. Are all the people at Fort Joy sorcerers? So all, like, your party members are also? Yep. Okay, okay. Yep. Sorry, continue. I just want to make sure. Yep, they are. Um, and you start with, like, a source collar on, which basically blocks you from using the source. Mm. So you actually don't get those powers for a while Very until you get the... Chantry of them. Uh, if you've played enough Dragon Age, which... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's very similar to that. It's always yeah. it's always the case in Magical where it's like, oh, you're too powerful, we have to detain you. It's like, you're just going to make me hate you, and when I'm free, I'm going to come after you. Yeah. I mean, in this case, like, the fact that the monsters come... That, I guess that's a little it, different. Like, it, it, like, I get it, but also, it's bad still. Yeah, like... They shouldn't do it, but... um. Yeah, and I am a special sorcerer, which is called a god Loken, <laughs> and uh, essentially I'm just trying to collect enough source so I can get more power and essentially rise to, like, god status. Like... Wait, you're going to become a god? Like, that's the plan? I'm sorry I'm talking while I'm eating. No, that's okay. Um, I'm still a little bit iffy about it. It's like either I'll become like I'll become really powerful and then essentially like the highest power is called like the divine, which Mm -hmm. is like the monarch. And that person is usually God woken, like chosen. Okay, so there's Um, a sorcerer that has specifically been chosen because of their innate powers to be like, hey, you're you're the one we let free. Everybody else yeah. has to kind of so hush us. And there is multiple. There's like one per 
race, I believe, because mm. every race has their own god. Oh, okay. Um, so, like, my god is, like, the elven god, um, and I'm pretty sure all the other gods have, like, their stake in a different person. Which means if you were a different race or you chose a different main character... You have a different god, yeah. So wild. Yeah. I mean, it's not, like... I feel like it's not difficult specifically to write games this well, but I feel like games have been more and more streamlined to be like, oh, there's one thing you can do and there's slight variation versus yeah. like, you, well, you will literally like play a different game. Well, that is like all of the people in like my party have their own stories. Like, oh. Losa is um, like essentially sharing her consciousness with a demon that's slowly taking her over. Huh? Yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah, she's like possessed. What? Yeah, and I have to try and exercise the demon from her. Do you um, know, like... And I know what kind of... Like, you can just fail and kill her. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, my brother has played before and he was like, if you have Losa, save her as soon as possible. <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, and then there's the Red Prince who is like... Um, this kind of uh like fancy dragon man he's very um, fun because he's very arrogant he's extremely arrogant but also he like he almost has deserves been, it he's been raised that way because mm -hmm. he's like the special red dragon which is like i guess kind of rare mm -hmm. and he is like the monarch but then he was like kicked out of his lands and now people are just trying to like assassinate him and everywhere you go there would be people trying to assassinate him and we're trying to figure out like how to get him to ascend back to like the throne um and then i have thane who is just like there's also you can just be undead you can be any race undead mm -hmm. as well um thane is an undead elven person who is just basically is just made like a skeleton um and he's just trying to like figure stuff out. He's trying to figure the world out, get some more knowledge. He's been alive forever, and he's just trying to learn stuff. And he's a little bit arrogant too, but I but I like him. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to yeah. And then there's like a bunch of other characters too. There's like this dwarven character. He, he seems like a pirate. He's like he is kind of a pirate, but he's also like a secret king or something. Um, and then there's like this human man who seemed really cool, but I already wanted to bring the Red Prince with me, and I was like, could only have one strong boy. Mm -hmm. And then there's this really cool rogue elf lady who is like really sweet, and I loved her, but I was like, Losa's story is very compelling, and I want to save her. So. Yeah. Well, like, do you have Losa's to. Losa's also like very charming, and like. Is she a human? Yeah. Okay. She's a bard, sort of. Really? I thought she was just like another magician type. She is, but like her charisma and stuff uh, is like. Which again, really, really uh, pumps the fact that like this whole game, like. It's very, yeah, it's very customizable mm -hmm. because like I also chose what each of the people of my party did. They're like, hey, like I'm good at this, but like if you want, I can be any of these things. And then you can choose what oh, fits really? best in your party. Yeah. Dang. So oh, like, I remember when you were trying to figure mm -hmm. that out. Mm -hmm. So yeah. 
it's uh it's really fun i feel like there's still things that like i don't really understand about it um like a lot of things and that there's still like holes in the story for me because i've been playing it like intermittently because it's a lot um but it's really fun cool yeah no i'm really excited the 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 kind of game that that game is um i feel like is the best and worst parts of games like mass effect or dragon age um, mm -hmm. And every time I see you play it, it's like, this is fun, um, in theory and absolutely in practice. But if I were to play this, uh, I couldn't stop for like, like, like six months. Uh -huh. um, and at that point too, it's just like, I'd, I'd rather just have like more varied fun. Because I'm already stuck on, Ma I'm almost done Mass Effect, uh, the trilogy. Because uh, the Legendary Edition came out, they remastered it, and it looks really great. It plays really great. And I'm almost done that, and it's like, I don't want another long-haul game like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Divinity is somehow probably longer than all three Mass Effects combined. Yep. And I just don't understand it. So, I very much applaud you, and hopefully one day I will bring myself to play it. Um, we can play it together. No, I know. Um, and which, which is really great. It is a co-op game. Um, you can play on the same screen, so if you want that couch co-op... Uh, wild play. experience um yeah go for it my my issue was only that um if i really get into this game um i have no issues playing a game with other people for just the sake of playing it but because i know what kind of game this is i'm gonna want to play it like for me uh and then playing co-op you don't you you play with somebody else so it's like i don't need to buy this game right now i can just play with you on your console uh at some point but um yeah, that's really cool. No, I'm, I'm really glad, because I've never actually talked to you about Divinity, and I've always been confused. Uh. Like, for the most part. Like, maybe 60% of what you said today, or right just now, uh, is new information. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yes, yes. Did not know about all the, like, how specifically intertwined each character's like story plots are or how yeah. like severe oh, because they can I, be because i didn't take that one guy with me the, like the one human guy i don't remember if I, I think i've seen them but i don't remember anything about them yeah there's like this child that's Oops. like looking for him but because <gasps> i didn't pick those people so they're still on the island like like no in the they came on the boat and then they died oh yeah their ghosts were there so um. Uh-huh. Did you tell the child that? Uh, no. Can you tell the child that? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Oh, I see. So, like, when everybody tries to escape, only your party lives. So that's, like, the real choice as well. Yeah. Dang. So, yeah, the Godwoken are champions. This is just, like, a quick little thing. Mm -hmm. Are champions of the seven gods who have been appointed to ascend to a divinity. Um, unlike marked ones... Oh, not that. They have been appointed by an individual god to ascend rather than a unified decision. Oh, so uh, so it's like uh, chosen by divine right versus democracy. It sounds like, right? Yeah. Because like divine right would be like, hey, the god is choosing you versus like everybody being like, you're you seem like the most powerful one. You should do this. But I feel like I feel like it's because they've it's like not a democracy between the gods. No, I'm saying it's a democracy between the people. Is it not? Well... I, I don't know. I don't want to confuse things. There's two ways to be Godwoken. Let's just call it that. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My way is that I was picked by my god. Nice. I do remember That's that. That's cool was... everyone is. 
Yeah, because that's Losa, right? Mm -hmm. And then the Red Prince, that's that. Oh, so that's the that's the human. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Who's that? That's Sibyl. She's the cool rogue lady. That you didn't choose. Yeah. How she come? Was, well, she was really cool. You but... chose Thane instead. Yeah. Because mm. I wanted someone who was undead because he also, like, all the people I picked also have special things about them. Yeah. Like, the Red Prince can dig without a shovel. Yes. Thane can pick locks without lockpicks. Because he has bony fingers. Incredible. That's amazing. Um, otherwise, you need lockpicks every time, and they're, like, consumable. Mm. And so it's just like, I was like, okay. Yeah. We'll get the crew going. <laughs> <laughs> Can you pass me a Kleenex, please? Yeah. Um, yeah, also, before we end off, um, uh, item management. Buck wild in this game. Yeah. Uh, and, like, we don't need to get into it, but, like, Holy! when I saw the kinds of things that you had to go through to figure things out. Yeah, it's a lot. It's extremely fun, though. I've never felt more... Involved in a process? Involved in a game. It feels really like... <clears throat> yeah. Cool. What's your thing? Uh, my thing is finally... I want to sure. Pardon? Sound effects? <laughs> yeah. My thing is finally the continuation of God of War, where I get to talk about the latest game, because uh, the, the next God of War game uh, for PlayStation 4 and 5, because, uh, you know, they're not being silly about it. They're just like, yeah, 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 nobody has PlayStation 5 yet. So we delayed. It was supposed to come out this year, actually. And they were like, we delayed it. And I'm pretty sure part of the reason is they, they also wanted to make sure it was functional for PlayStation 4 as well. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Not another cyberpunk situation. I'm still waiting. Uh, because the latest update for cyberpunk apparently was pretty good. But it was like, yeah, there are still bugs. Like, they're not everywhere. But it's like, it's not fixed yet. Technically. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Cyberpunk. I really like cyberpunk. One day I'll talk about cyberpunk. Did I already talk about cyberpunk? Can't remember. I'll have to check my list. Anyways. So a couple episodes ago, uh, the episode where we were on the balcony with Aaron and Alex... Um, what were we talking about? Golf? You were talking about going for walks. Uh, Aaron was talking about frogs. And then I was talking about the... I wasn't... Was I talking about going for walks? Oh, maybe not. I don't know. What did you talk about that time? Oh. Who? The ocean. Ocean. I didn't write that down. That's why. <clears throat> I love the ocean. Um, for different reasons that I did too, which is really fun. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah... So I spent the episode, most of that episode, and I did feel a little bad, but we kept talking in between, so it was like, it's everybody's fault. It's not just mine. Uh, it is my fault, though. Uh, where I spent the time talking about the first three God of War games and their synopsis trying to, like, just power through it. Um, so Kratos did that. Um, uh, spoiler alert, he basically kills everybody except for um, Aphrodite, and I think there's technically one other god that was mentioned in the game, and then he didn't actually, like, die or they didn't die um when kratos had the embodiment of pandora's box and athena who had at that point at the end of the three games uh ascended and was like i am more than a god give me the power of pandora's box and i will restore humanity um for what it should be and i will be its supreme ruler um which she basically says <laughs> which was kind of spooky um 
Kratos decides that uh, um, instead of giving supreme power to Athena uh, to restore the world of uh, Greece, essentially, or the pantheon of Greece uh, and all, all of humanity within it, because as he was killing the gods, basically all the plagues were let loose. Uh, like the, the, uh, all the world flooded. It was a nightmare. Um, he ended up uh, stabbing himself and uh, I guess metaphorically, but literally releasing uh, Pandora's box into the world uh, because he had that power uh, within him for all along. Uh, and then Athena was just crying out. She's like, you fool. I could like, we could have built this world to be like very specific and very incredible. And Kratos was like, no, the world will heal on its own. The time of gods is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at the end of that game, like after credits or whatever, you basically, you see a blood trail as he like claws himself away. Um, and he just disappears. Um, and there, there's there's a lot of theory as to what exactly happened. And I, I do really enjoy like lore videos uh, on YouTube um, by specific people. Not everybody has a good voice for it or a good... Um, uh, what is that word? Like demeanor? So sometimes they're like, this is my whole bit. And this is my character when I'm doing my YouTube videos. And it's like, I don't care if you're talking about good stuff. I cannot handle you right now. Uh, so it's very specific like lore videos that I, that I watch. But um, um, there is a legitimate way for people to cross pantheons. Um, and Kratos found a way. We were not really explained how. Uh, and he found his way into Norse mythology. Um, it's a- like ancient Scandinavia in the realm of Midgard, which in North Mid- Midgard is just Earth. Like that is the Earth realm. Um, and Midgard, uh, sorry, uh, Norse mythology has nine realms. Um, Asgard. Midgard. Asgard is the realm of the Aesir. Aesir. Uh, Midgard is the realm of humans. Helheim. Helheim is the realm of the dead. Uh, Jotunheim is the realm of the giants. Muspelheim is the realm of fire i can't remember who spit like maybe demons um niflheim is the realm of the niffles what is that joke you're doing the niffles you have to keep going i don't know what you're trying to say niffles this just sounds cute okay (laughs) i thought you were actually referencing something and i was like please i I don't so, know. I just thought it would be cute if you said Niflheim, the land of the Niffles. <laughs> um, uh, I believe it's like, I can't remember what it actually is. It's like the land of, it's got a bunch of poison. Um, and just like. The land of the metals. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what Niflheim's whole deal was about. Actually, let me click this link right now. Uh, Niflheim was a primarily a realm of primordial ice and cold. Um. I guess, yeah, I guess ice and cold, and then Muspelheim was fire. Um, hell. Uh, uh, wait, is Niflheim where hell is? No, that's Hellheim. I don't know. I don't know enough. Um, and then there's Vanaheim, which the Vanir are, which, um, which are like are just a different race. Uh, I'm going to try to pronounce this. Svartalheim, uh, the realm of the dwarves. Um, and I'm missing one. Am I? One, two. Oh, uh, where the elves come from? Where do the elves come from? Alfheim. Uh, where the light and dark elves kind of roam. 
Uh, and yeah, you basically play as Kratos as he's moved into this uh, this uh, into Midgard, um, and he basically starts a family. He he just tries to move on with his life. He meets this woman. Um, they have a child. She ends up dying, um, and you start the game preparing her funeral pyre. Funeral pyre, uh, and it's very it's a it's it's a very jarring experience. Um, where you start the game, Kratos now has a full beard. His whole garb is different. He has an axe. He does not have his blades of chaos. Um, and you you literally chop down a tree, and then you pick it up. Uh, you tie it to a boat. Your son Atreus is with you. He's super timid, um, and you uh, bring the the tree back, uh, and then you chop it up, uh, and you go inside your home. And you find Atreus praying to his like his dead mother. Um, she's wrapped up, so it's not like uh, morbid or anything. Um, and he's basically praying and saying like, "Why did you have to die and leave me alone with him?" Um, he's not necessarily a bad person, but like, why? Why did you do that? Like, he was he's so upset uh, because Kratos is trying to be a better person, but he basically doesn't know how. Um, and so God of War for 2018 really just goes on. It's a story about growth. It's a story about finding out who you truly want to be um, and defying defying fate of who you are meant to be. And it was really neat. It's a really good story. It's a really great father-son story um, because uh, a game like that, uh, that like God of War, the whole... The whole idea, you're, you're doing all these things. Um, the whole purpose is that uh, your wife, Atreus' mother's final wish uh, was to her for her ashes to be scattered in the tallest peak of all the realms. So Kratos is like, okay, we need to go to the highest mountain in Midgard. Uh, and you're doing all these stuff as you're getting ready to go. You, you collect the ashes. Uh, there's like very um, specific moments of like Atreus wanting to have these moments of uh, like um, like strength like uh, Atreus wants to like hold his mother's ashes while they go up to the mountain and Kratos is always like no listen to me like you don't know enough about the world Atreus is always shown to be a sickly boy as well um, and it's very much like tough love from Kratos um, and uh, right before they leave this stranger comes along and uh, uh, the stranger comes along and basically just like calls Kratos out for being from a different land. Like nobody knows that he's actually from like oh, the Greek. Yeah. Um, and he's like, hmm, you definitely fit the profile. Uh, not as big as I thought though. And he just like starts calling him out and Kratos is like, please don't do this. I want to go. I don't want to do this. You don't want to do this. And the stranger is full of tattoos, and he's like, yeah, whatever you say. Uh, and then uh, he punches Kratos a bunch, and Kratos is like, please don't make me do this. And he's like, okay. Um, and when the guy came, Kratos like hid his son. And then this guy knocks Kratos into the like atmosphere and comes down. It's like, oh, this guy's a god. Okay. So they start having a real fight. You start beating the, the, the tar out of this man. 
um, and all, all throughout you like kind of like have to destroy your home. Um, you're destroying all the trees around you. He's super fast, and he every once in a while he'll just heal, and it's part of like the uh, the story of like fighting him. Um, you bust a bit of your house, and uh, he sees inside. And he's like, "Why are there two beds here?" And like Kratos goes nuts. He's like, "Don't even look in there. Don't get." O-. And you start fighting him. Um, there's a really good scene where as um, uh, this mysterious god is like tormenting you. Uh, and has you like pinned up against the wall. He starts talking about how like, hey, if you if you don't cooperate, I'm gonna go over there and see who's see who you're hiding. Um, and from the original games, you always had this thing called Spartan Rage, um, right. and you unleash it. And when you go into Spartan Rage, you do not use weapons. You beat people down. Um, you will rip them apart if they're smaller enemies. You'll you'll go and it's just it was just a good moment. The whole game is cinematic. Um, if you play from start to finish without stopping, there are no breaks. There are no black screens. There are no like loading screens. Um, even when you have to um, uh, fast travel, the the most you'll get is like a white screen because you're traveling through light, technically. Um, there are no cuts in this game. It was made specifically for that. Um, so yeah, you uh, upon doing a bunch of stuff, you leak. Uh, you reach the lake of uh, lake of nine, where it's a lake that uh, kind of has these big monuments or slash temples uh, that technically lead to the other realms um, and you also encounter Jormungandr uh, which is the world serpent a child of uh, uh, of Loki the last remaining giant uh, his, his so time is a nightmare he is a child of Loki? yep so is the uh, the ever growing wolf I can't remember the wolf uh, Fenrir why does he have a bunch of animal kids? what is okay what is Zeus doing, okay? Let's not talk about Loki. If Zeus is allowed to be all... And we're like, oh, that's just Zeus. Let Loki have his fun. Uh, Loki has been father and mother to all sorts of different uh, uh, creatures. Uh, which is just... It's just really great. Um, but yeah, time, time is a nightmare in uh, Midgard and whatnot. Um, because Jormungandr is in Midgard right now. Uh, and he is only here because he was fighting during um, Ragnarok and he was basically uh, thrown through time. So he's back in Midgard before Ragnarok and is like, well, I'm, I hate Thor uh, and I'm here to kill him. So I just have to wait for Ragnarok now. It's, there's so much like time dilation and stuff like that. You learn a lot. Um, the best parts of the story do come from traveling. The combat is really great. It's very satisfying to swing your axe, hit things. Everybody has like a good like hard hitting and then like um, every hit feels real. There's no hit that's like, oh, you're sl- swiping at something and they don't take it. Even the big guys like their their skin moves or they will stagger at some point. Um, uh, so like the combat's really great, but the, the story is told as you're traveling as Atreus and Kratos have all these like really nice interactions together. Uh, Atreus learning more about his father. This is literally the first time he's learned anything really about his father. Um, and Kratos trying to temper his um, his rage that he would normally like succumb to because he needs to be better for his child. Uh, and it's just a really great story of like them trying to figure everything out. Um, uh, in in search of uh, when you get to the uh, uh, the highest peak, 
you come across Mimir, who is yeah, Mimir? yeah. He is the. I believe. <laughs> I don't know why that. <laughs> That's okay. Right. That's very good though. Sure. Uh, he, if you know anything about Norse mythology or anything related to it, he, I believe he was a. Is he the head? Yes. So he, he. Was either Don't try and get ahead of yourself there, Brennan. He either betrayed Odin or Odin uh, thought that he did betray him. So Odin's punishment was basically make Mimir immortal, tie him to a tree, and have crows pick at, pick at his liver uh, that will regenerate every day. Oh. So um, you, uh, you find Mimir, and he's like, Hey, if you're trying to reach the tallest uh, peak in the, all the realms... That's not in Midgard. We're like, that's in Jotunheim. And Jotunheim, like, Jotunheim has been crossed off. Yo! Uh, from Odin, thank you. Um, because uh, it is foretold that there is a. there The giants are the cause for Odin's demise. Um, and through the giants, you have, well, the giants, you have uh, uh, Jormungandr, the world serpent. Ooh. Um, you have Fenrir, the uh, the ever-growing wolf, I believe, or something along those lines, that he uh, he is literally supposed to be the specific cause of Odin's downfall. Um, Odin in this game is absolutely vilified, um, and to be honest, within the entire like Norse pantheon, in terms like I did some precursory research as I got really stoked about it, and yeah, the god like in in Norse mythology, the gods are just jerks. Like Thor, we gods are jerks at anything. For the most part, yeah. I, I, well, I've always, I've always, growing up, I've always had the assumption that like the gods are great and these are their stories. And as I've gotten older and like learned more about them, no, it's like no. Those are just the kids' versions. Well, that's that's exactly it. I've, oh, I've never yeah. really done my own research. So yeah, Odin thinks everybody's out to get him. He's so powerful, yet he's so um, um, what is that word when you think of like paranoid? He's so paranoid that he basically stops or plans to stop every potential threat before they happen and he just makes all these enemies uh, because Jotunheim the land of the giants is supposed to be a problem for him he destroys the portal to Jotunheim they have to do such madness and such nonsense to get back to Jotunheim it, it was a nightmare it was really great to play through though um, did you when you're traveling to Jotunheim did you have a Jotunheim Yes. Yes, we did. Atreus and Kratos had a Jotun time. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I, I'm really good at uh, going off uh, on tangents that are relevant, but maybe will confuse the story. Uh, but anyways, you grab Mimir. Um, you meet this woman of the forest. You find out that she is... I can't remember who she is. Um, she is... The woman of the forest. No, she's Odin's, uh... She's Freya. Mm. Odin's wife. Um, a Vanir, who had magic that Aesir did not. Their marriage was like a whole thing, and he didn't trust her and ended up casting her out. Uh, and... And then she became a Yu-Gi-Oh card. There's so much lore... Like, there's so much mythology in Yu-Gi-Oh cards, it's wild. Um, but, um... But yeah, you, you end up going through all these trials and tribulations you fight sons of thor um and then you, like this whole game is basically a crash course into norse mythology it's very good 
because uh, again, as you're traveling, and as soon as you get Mimir's head, uh, Mimir starts telling you uh, about um, like certain Norse mythology, mythological stories. Um, and spoiler alert, I will kind of just jump through because I, I want to get through this. Um, you have really good emotional scenes. Um, Atreus didn't know that he was a god because one, Kratos is. Um, and because he didn't know that, he had basically, that's why he was sick. His body and mind were basically trying to kill each other because they were like, the body's like, I'm a god. And the mind's like, what are you talking about? Uh, so he was just sick all the time. Um, uh, and then as soon as Atreus finds out he's a god, he becomes very arrogant about things. He becomes like less of this loving child that you see, you saw growing up. Uh, he, when you fight Magdi and Modi, uh, which are Thor's children, I believe, um, you kill one of them and the other one bails. He's like, you, I'm going to get you. I'm so upset. Like it's his brother. Um, that one comes back bloodied. I think his eye is missing. And he's like, Thor blamed me for what you did. Thor blamed me for my brother dying. Um, and he like cast him aside and all these things. And um, being uh, a god still, he was still very, he's sad and upset, but he was still very angry. So every time he got a chance, he would like rip on Atreus's mother, Kratos's wife. Um, and Kratos was like, you're done. This is fine. I'm not going to let my anger get to me. And Atreus was like, we're a god. We're gods. We can do whatever we like. And he stabs him in the throat. And even... What? Yeah. And Kratos is like, what are you... There are consequences to killing a god. And... If, if, I, if I Valentina White Bay! <laughs> and Atreus, like, even at that point, Atreus is like, how do you know? How do you know there are consequences? Like, it's a whole thing. Um, and you end up going through hell. You have to save Atreus... Um, he kind of reflects on what he's done and he's like, that wasn't me. Like I did, I could not, I couldn't have killed someone like that. And Kratos is just like, Hey, this is a part of growing up. Like I've given you too much far too quickly. I'm so sorry. Um, and they have, a, they, they, they have a really good bonding moment. Um, at the end of the game, um, you finally kill that stranger. You find out it was Balder. Uh, Balder's whole deal is Balder's gate. Kind of, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it's based on Balder. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Let's stop. I'm almost done. I'm almost there. Very good. You find out that Balder is Freya and Odin's child. Freya, when Balder was born, uh, basically asked the entire world to spare my son. Uh, spare him from anything that you can do to him. Uh, and everything in the world, like every living thing and every non-living thing was like, okay, Freya, we got you. And then she looked down and the, the way the story goes, she looked down and saw Mistletoe just being born and was like, what about me? I, I don't know anything. And she was like, okay, I won't worry about you. You find just in a series of events that Mistletoe is his basically kryptonite. Uh, and when he uh, gets hit by an arrowhead, um, <laughs> well, so he gets hit by an arrowhead. He he's fighting Kratos. Atreus has an arrowhead um, in his gear, and uh, uh, he's trying to protect his father. Kratos is down, like bleeding, and Baldur's just like, "Hey, you know what? Good on you!" And he punches Atreus so hard 
he does like he does the thing where he's like he Atreus can't breathe. He's doing this because you know when you get winded so hard. He's a god, so he makes it. But it's just like it doesn't matter. Like it was such a heart wrenching moment seeing Kratos be like, "Not my boy, <laughs> don't do this." I'm like, I don't want you to suffer the way I have. Um, Balder gets the mistletoe stuck in his hand, and you see the magic that kept him impervious fade away. Um, the magic also made him not feel. He could not feel warmth or cold because the world had no effect on him. So he was always angry at his mother. Um, and basically, when you find out, Freya's like, I will die for my child if it means that he can survive. And even when they have arguments, it's like, don't you see that I was trying to protect you? And Baldur's like, I, this is not a life. I would rather die. And she was like, I would rather die to see you live. It's a very toxic relationship. She has like no warrant for his own life because she's super selfish because she's a god and it's so crazy uh to think about these kinds of things um i'm a god yeah uh you end up defeating balder and freya's like down for the count too she got involved and kratos is like hey like be the bigger person you are now free of this curse don't do this and Balder just goes up to Freya and goes to like strangle her and Kratos steps in and he's like I will end this curse of patricide or uh, matricide I guess uh, that gods typically do they always kill their fathers or mothers and Balder's like you could have walked away this isn't your fight and he's like no I'm ending this snaps his neck Freya would have died to see her son live basically is like you'll never get my help again i will make it my entire life to kill you and runs away um you end up getting to jotunheim it's a you have a good time you find out that uh, kratos's wife um was named Faye, uh a prominent giant because uh, giants are all sorts of sizes so there are normal sized giants uh and atreus uh atreus's original name was to be loki and it puts the entire, like the entire story in perspective, um, and it's just a really good ending. Um, once you find that out, uh, you find out like the Jotunheim have a pers- in, uh, impeccable power of. Um, but where's my brother? <laughs> uh, impeccable power of uh, foresight. Um, and it's just a really good story. I really implore everybody to either... So does that mean that Atreus is going to get taken by Odin? No, I, no, no, no. So the whole story is different. A lot of story elements that happened in... Uh, that are presented in the story are generally because of Loki. Uh, but he doesn't exist in the realm yet. So it's like they did a really good job at kind of making the story make sense. Anyways, I'm very excited. Everybody should either play God of War on PS4 or uh, watch a whole playthrough. I promise you it's worth it. All of the story elements are so beautiful. It's, it is pop, like top five my favorite games because of how the story is presented. I tried replaying it and I was like watching videos on the side and every time uh, Kratos and Atreus started talking, I was like, I need to pause this. What are you guys saying? Tell me more. Tell me more about these Norse gods. Tell me more about the story. Uh, but that's it for us. Uh, I think I have 10 seconds, so thank you for... No, I have like 15. Uh, thank you to everybody for listening. Thank you. Bye. Um, and yeah, uh, we'll see, see you next, next week. week. Bye.